1: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego, I'm Vicki Pepper. America's Brain Gal, pediatric neuropsychologist, Dr. Sarah Allen, translates applied brain science to everyday life. She helps busy moms efficiently and effectively learn to look at their kids as little brains so that they raise happy, connected, successful humans, building their brains without losing their minds. Dr. Sarah is the CEO and founder of Brain Behavior Bridge and author of the best-selling book, Raising Brains. Her focus is on helping parents raise healthy kids and healthy brains. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely intro. Dr. Sarah, you've written this international best-selling book called Raising Brains. What is the concept of raising a brain?
0: I know, it sounds so <laughs> strange to say we're raising brains, but it's true, we're not actually raising kids, we're raising little brains. And when you start to see your kid like a little brain, you really become this brain detective and you start to be able to grow skills instead of just managing behavior. So you raise happy and connected and successful kids instead of raising behaved children that will just conform.
1: So we can't just look up their nose and see their brains. So how does a mom or parent know where to start? Mm. There are two magic questions I like to talk about. It's what does this little brain
0: need to learn and what can I teach this little brain? So when we're becoming this brain detective, we wanna start seeing any behavior as a learning tool, as they're, they're trying to tell us something because kids speak with their behavior. So when they're speaking to us, we're thinking, what does this little brain need to learn? What can I teach this little brain? Instead of thinking, why is this thing screaming at me, <laughs> throwing a tantrum, <laughs> whether that be a two-year-old tantrum or a teenage tantrum, what we're really trying to do is listen for the message and not the delivery. So we're going in there and saying, what does this little brain need to learn? What can I teach this little brain? And that's how we start to figure out what they need from us, what goals that we want to put on their charts, which I could talk about it in a minute, and how we're going to be able to start shaping those skills up and breaking breaking them down so they can build back up. Yeah, tell us about those charts. So I love to use a glow and grow chart. So where do you glow, where you just kind of rocking life and really enjoying things and doing a really good job, and then where do you need to grow? And these are where we're gonna put those skills that we became those we became that brain detective and we figured out what skills we need to build. But the key to this is to create this kind of growth mindset approach, meaning that we're not just failing or doing well, it's not set like that, It's everything is a point of growth. And so once we kind of figure that out, that becomes our growth mindset approach, and we put these on these charts. So we do them for ourselves as much as we do them for our children.
1: I think every parent ultimately wants what is best for their kids. But do parents help too much sometimes? Yeah,
0: so I just told you, be a brain detective, go in there and look at these (laughs) skills. But when we're looking at these skills, we're looking for what our kids need, not what we need to do. So a simple example would be something like, they need homework, they don't know what kind of homework they have. We would love to swoop in and go in and call the teacher and figure it out. But instead, what that little brain needs is to figure out how to find homework for himself. So we would encourage Mm. him to build the skills to be able to talk to his teacher to find that out. Should he email them? Should he ask a friend? What should that look like? So instead of going in, you know, we always like to meddle. I like to meddle, too. I always want what's best for people in my life. But the key to this is really thinking about how do we build the skills in our kids and not for ourselves, do something that feels good for us. So when we're helping, we're helping them learn how to be independent, them learn how to gain social and emotional skills, skills with friends. So if you if your kids have a fight with a friend, instead of solving that problem for them, like we wanna do or calling the other parents, or even talking with a kid or telling them to never talk to that kid again, you know, we wanna start asking questions. You know, what do you think happened there? What do you think they meant by that? what did you do? How could you have changed what you did? Do you think they're worth talking to again? And all of these are building skills. So instead of swooping in and being that helicopter parent and fixing everything, we want to teach kids how to think and fix things for themselves.
1: What do we do when our lives don't look like they do on social media? Is perfect the goal? (laughs)
0: You know, we I think we do think perfect's the goal, but it absolutely isn't. Being perfect, it just doesn't happen. It really doesn't happen. And so what we end up teaching kids, especially with social media these days, everything is the best part of your day, is the perfect part. And we think that things are always like that. But really, a lot of learning happens in the failure, in the imperfections. Because when we show our kids that maybe we overreacted and we're going to work on that, that's where they start to learn about emotional reactions and how to manage their emotions and what that might look like. And so when we get overwhelmed and we make a mistake or we solve a problem in a way we wish we hadn't, those are important things to start talking about because perfection is not the goal. It's the working on it. It's that growth mindset. It's the trying that's the goal. And if we teach kids that everything, it has to be perfect, everything is great, it's not going to be a good learning tool. As a matter of fact, the parents that have grown up in houses where everything was swept under the rug and everything is actually perfect and it looked great all the time, they have the hardest time trying to teach their kids social and emotional learning in general and skills in general because they don't tend to even know how they feel or what they think because everything was just okay and it always had Mm -hmm. to be okay. We want to show kids that there are levels of emotions that it's okay to not be okay sometimes and how to build up your emotional stamina and your emotional intelligence and perfection just isn't the way to do it. Worried about letting Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So is failing a good thing? Failing is a teachable moment. And I love teachable <laughs> moments as someone who talks about raising brains because we're trying to build skills. So when you fail, that is an opportunity for growth. That is an opportunity for learning. And I would even say that if you're not failing, you're not pushing yourself hard enough or you're not trying to build skills in your kids. So your kids are going to fail, you're going to fail, right? But when you fail, that's a great time to teach kids how to go back and say, okay, what happens? What did you do that you would have done again That, or what did you do? that you wouldn't have done again? And how do you build up a skill so the next time you do that, you can succeed?
1: Okay, so when a new baby is brought home from the hospital, there's no training manual or anything. So how does a parent know the right thing or the wrong thing? You know, we just created a new mom box for this
0: purpose, because we wanted to give new moms this manual. Because you're right, nobody gives you the manual. And even me, I studied brain science for over 15 plus years. And they handed me this child and said, take it home. And I said, but, but isn't there a course to take? Or is there something I should do? And it's really interesting, because there is a lot of information on how to change the diaper and to feed and what do you do when the baby's crying. But as kids get older, there isn't that manual. And so we need to start to see our kids like little brains. And in order to do that, we need a little parent manual. And although we can't give you a rule book, because if I gave you a rule book, your kids would break them in the first five (laughs) minutes, we can give you a guide and a way of thinking. And that's really what the Raising Brains model is all about. And so we wanted to help new parents figure out how to raise a brain. What does that even mean? What about parenting styles? You know, I didn't know about parenting styles until my kids were way older. (laughs) And we really wanted to help figure out, how did you grow up and where do you want to be in that parenting style? And then, of course, mom guilt, because we all have mom guilt. So and much mom guilt. So much mom guilt. And we saw our new moms having so much mom guilt. So we wanted to make sure that we gave them this tool. So we put it all in this nice little package with a little guy named Hip the Hippocampus, because that's the learning and memory oh, center of our goodness. brain. A little bib that says, <laughs> I got my brains from my mom. And a lovely course there so that we could give this, because I wanted something to give to my new mom friends for their baby shower or for that first birthday party. And so we just started giving that out. And it's been so exciting to see new moms finally be able to do some work on how to be a mom. Because I think a lot of younger moms have done some work on themselves that gone to therapy or coaching or really thought about themselves a lot, especially after this pandemic that we've had and we've done a lot of self-understanding. And we want that for our kids, too. So this Raising Brains is a way to think about how do we pass that along so they start from a better place than we started.
1: I've been speaking with pediatric neuropsychologist Dr. Sarah Allen, author of Raising Brains. How would you like us to get your book? Well, the best way to do that would be to go to my website, and that is
0: brainbehaviorbridge.com. We have the book on there. We also have some fun courses and some challenges. And actually, you can listen to our new podcast called What's Happening Here, where we translate the neuroscience to everyday life in a practical household. So we always realize that science just isn't completely translatable and you have to figure out how to do that. And that's what we do and what's happening here. Any last thoughts for us? Just remember, people, you are not raising kids. You are Mm -hmm. raising brains. And when you need help doing that, you need a big dream team to do that. And we'd love to be a part of your dream team. And hopefully this helps you learn something about how to raise
1: your kids' brains. Thank you so much for coming in to chat with us today. Thanks so much for having me.